When it's all said and done. When the pads are all packed up. The refs have packed away the whistles. And the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby league. Please welcome AH, Chris and Rose. We are in for something special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. Look, we're really pumped about Triple M. Zach Bailey interviewing Jeremy Marshall, Jeremy Marshall King on debut with the Harker from his family there. We're struggling a bit uh, for Jack Bailey's tremendous interview with a clearly emotional Aaron Woods. Mm. Yeah. And we're a little disappointed that Zach had less luck finding out from Teddy Tedesco where Mad Monday is for the Tigers tomorrow. <laughs> oh, don't worry, we'll find it. The secret. Our last regular season thanks go to the Triple M call team, Anthony Maroon, Jimmy the Cerebral One Smith, and um, <laughs> I can't remember who was on the side. Oh, no, Zach Bailey. That's right. <laughs> this is the back row with AH Chris and Rose. Happy Father's Day for those eight groups of NRL fathers who are still in the comp. <laughs> for the eight other groups, it's jocks and socks for you. <laughs> A.H. Kaylee, the Dragons had the right thing to do, the, had the chance to do the right thing by your dead Frank and you. Did you say my dead Frank? No, no, dad Frank <laughs> Thank and you. you. And well, let's face it, they didn't. Yeah, look, um, my soul is a husk now freed from my body, drifting aimlessly in a hot and cruel wind. Um, but enough of that. Last, I'm sure we'll talk about it more. Last week, boys, I was flicking through our podcast, The Back Row Catch-Up on iTunes and your favourite podcasting app, yeah. and I noticed a very serious error that I made. I was talking about how I was watching the Broncos-Eels game at um, the Novotel Rudy Hill, and somewhere between brain and mouth, I ended up saying Nova Hell. I said it twice. Uh, so uh. I just want to say to all the good people at Novotel, Rudy Hill, thank you. You were fantastic. The service was great. The room was amazing. <laughs> and here's the most amazing part. The soft drinks in the minibar were complimentary. I thought you were going to... Oh, very nice. Yeah. I thought you were going to apologise for picking the dragons. I was going to say, that's really <laughs> yeah. great, AH, but you got away from the fact that the dragon slash dealers got beaten. <laughs> yeah, but we'll talk about it later, surely. Now, Rose, are the Bulldogs a father-son thing for you and your father, Peter, or do you just add rugby league to your cats-in-the-cradle-like disagreements? Let me just start by saying this, Chris Gale. We are the mighty oh, Bulldogs. You we're the Canterbury team. That's right. I'm already celebrating Mad Monday. I've dressed up as a part-time rugby league fan wearing a scarf. Get it? They're for part-time fans. Yes. No. Well, because we have a later um, time slot tonight, you could start celebrating Mad Monday, stroke <laughs> of midnight. Yes, well, you must be thrilled. You've soared into 11th place on the table and that's the end of yes, the season. Yes, we ended on a high. Something actually mattered for us at the end there. Get stuff. <laughs> so tonight we'll be celebrating Dads Everywhere for Father's Day, providing a little extra league in their weekends. We're going to look at the fact if your team is out, as all of our teams are out. Yep. Uh, what sport do you now follow in the off-season? Matt Moylan, where the bloody hell are you? <laughs> and the big issue worldwide in all global news services this week, forget North Korea and missiles in Japan, it's McLemore at the grand final. Because <laughs> we'll have our regular features, the back wrap, just the tip, and, you know, sadly, the end of just the tip, and back rower of the week. Triple M's back row, we'll see you shortly. Yes, you're on. Triple M's the back row with AH Chris and Rose. <laughs> We're just three footy fans not talking footy finals as our teams are out, so they're not playing. We don't care. Mm. And speaking of two it's teams. going to be some very sparse content for the next few weeks. <laughs> and speaking of two teams are out, of course, St. George Illawarra were bundled out of the playoffs today by Canterbury Bankstown. What were your thoughts, AH Kayleigh? 
Um, look, I thought it was a really thrilling game. It was a very good game. I was watching it at my local and, you know, yelling at the screen and it was very captivating and exciting. And one of the bar staff, he too is a Dragons fan from the Steelers side of things. So we were casting each other a lot of looks. Look, here's the thing. I, like, I can't even blame a poor refing call. I think it was a very well refed game and just, yeah. It was an incredible game, and I'm devastated, basically. You can tell your team's out because you're actually being rational now. Turning to the less rational oh, side right. of the Chicks, equation. am I right? Yeah. Andrew Rose, the Bulldogs have been playing with, dare I say, gay abandon yes. since they were out of the playoffs race. Mm. How does this make you feel as another season goes down the tubes? Uh, well, I may tell you what I said last week. Can we start the season again? Because the Bulldogs have just figured out how to play rugby league, and we weren't ready, and now we're ready. And um, you can in March. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was a really good game. I was really proud of the Dogs today. It's one of the first times in this season I felt uh, like we were the dominant team. And, and the last three games we have led going in the half, Will Hopawade had an incredible game. Amazing game. In fullback. And Michael Leach is playing for a contract, running out of dummy half and scoring tries. Uh, Marcelo Montoya going over as well. It was sad to see Josh Reynolds get hurt so early. You could tell he was bummed. Yeah. about wanting to play out his last game. And you know what it was? Syndesmosis. Oh, was it? But Ooh. he did bag a try before he left. I thought it was his super spinatus. <laughs> oh. By the way, at least he's playing for a contract in England. Ah, right, there you go. And also James Graham. You know, there's a lot of talk flying around on the news as we even sit here right now that uh, James Graham could be ten- potentially be going to your team next mm. year, AH, the Dragons. Uh, having, uh, you know, l- there was a couple maybe after the full-time whistle blown, a couple of winks. Yeah, I see in a couple of weeks, guys, kind of thing. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, it feels like a done deal there. And you could also tell James Graham was taken off with two minutes to go with the HIA and was a bit like, just let me play the last couple of minutes out. But, you know, for me, uh, you know, I, I know how hard it is for you, AH, to be knocked out right at the end there. And yeah, we had to do the crushing blow, but there was plenty of games, as you're probably aware, the Dragons could have got over the line yep. earlier in the season to not be in that position. But it was a little bit of glimmer of hope for the Bulldogs today that we got something out of the season. We ruined yours, I mm. guess. <laughs> well, sure. AH, is it galling the fact that the St. George Illawarra Dragons slash Steelers had the third best for and against in the competition, yet came ninth? Wow. Yes. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> wow. Yes. I would imagine, I imagine it would be. Yeah. And for Rose, there was a press conference not given by Des Hasler yesterday morning, which is the first pes- press conference he's missed in his career. Pest conference. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jimmy Demick said, yeah, I'd love to coach. Is yes. This, is this, are we drawing a line under the Hasler era? I, ooh, oh, that's a tough question. Who, I hope not. Who knows what's going on over there? I agree with what the guys at the call, the call team just before us said, that Des Hasler's got us to a lot of finals in the last five years and uh, two grand finals and Look, I, I, I'm all for Jim Dimmick. I think it's Jim Dimmick's time to step up and be coach. If he's taken over this meeting, I say take over all of it, Jimmy. <laughs> We've cleared him through. You're on the back row with AH Chris and Rose. We'll be back here on the other side of the break, unlike the Dragons, the all Dogs, right. the Tigers, dot, 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 dot. Bugger off. Triple M. Welcome back to Triple M's The Back Row with AH Chris and Rose. We're sending a shout out to all dads. Our gift to you, semi finals football. <laughs> oh, lovely. Let's try and be excited about this, guys. I am. I got, I got to tell you, sorry to interrupt, but I got to tell you, actually, the Dragons not being in it kind of means that I can enjoy it in a pure way without mm. um, anxiety. So, so right. I'm glad that we lost today. <laughs> That's right, like right. an academic. Mm. Yeah. yeah. A, prof- a professorial yeah. approach to rugby league. Yes. Melbourne Storm levels of robotic non emotion. <laughs> But we're a, a team that's very much focused on process and due order. And in our due mm. order, before we can get to the finals, we have to wrap up the last round of the season. And we do that with the back wrap. It's Chris Gales, the back wrap. That was my fault. I'm Dramatic sorry. <laughs> it was your fault, Felix. <laughs> Felix, you're forgiven. It's Father's Day. I'm feeling somewhat generous. <laughs> 
We go right back to the uh, misty times of Thursday where the Brisbane Broncos secured a victory up in far north Queensland against the North Queensland Cowboys. The last five games, these two teams have played together have been decided by one point or golden point. Wow. Brisbane won by 10. <laughs> uh, Brisbane brought back the defensive steal they were missing against Parramatta courtesy of Peter Ryan, but they've added Darius Boyd and Pengai Jr. to their injured list with McCulloch and Sims going into the semis. Mm. I don't know if you saw it, guys, but Darius Boyd actually twanged his hamstring at the Is that sound, a technical term? yes, mm-hmm. at the sound of the halftime siren, mm. the sonic wave actually—that's <laughs> a thing. A I don't know. Sonic twang. The Cowboys were left band. with a very nervous weekend, waiting for the finals. But like Gloria Gaynor, they survived. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Parramatta won an ugly fixture over South, twenty-two points to sixteen. Another game, another semi-red Radra hat trick. Unbelievable! As Parramatta wrapped up the first top four placing since two thousand and five. That's seven tries in two games for semi-red Radra. There. I could he do that. Whatever. On an absolute tear before he goes off to France. He's a freak. He's a phenomenon. He's leaving our game. I don't like him. <laughs> and more unusually, the Jennings brothers secured a hat trick. Two for Robert for South and one for Michael for Parramatta. And for those wondering about that beautiful beard that Michael is developing at the moment, apparently it's a tribute to John David Washington, son of Denzel, who plays Ricky Jarrett in Ballers with The Rock. Wow, I love that show. I love that. That is a weird reference. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds accurate. <laughs> yeah. Southlock's Crichton slamming Sammy Burgess and uh, Adam Reynolds prior to kick-off, but restored pride with a much better performance after their walloping at courtesy of the Storm. And most importantly, John Sutton's new moustache got the ultimate seal of approval from Ray Rabbits Warren. He liked it. Mm, I, I think I mine's it. the ultimate seal of approval for any moustache. <laughs> I liked it. Here we go. It's I, official. Go. Ding! I leave you the question, is that it for Madge Maguire? <laughs> With second spot on the line, the Sydney Roosters took on the Gold Coast Titans. There, guys, I finally said it for Titans. you. Titans, you said it wrong. No, I got it wrong. One of I'm us. I'm trying. One, One of us. us. No, I hate peer group pressure. I really hate it. <laughs> 20 points to 16. Rugby league good guy, as described by Adam Pangilly in the Fairfax Press this week, Michael Gordon, threw a crazy intercept to Is Don, Is Intercept, <laughs> to put the Roosters <laughs> under the pump, but then managed to get a magnificent try to get him back, his team back into the game towards the end. Mm. To me, the most interesting thing was the clear dislike of the crowd for referee Cummins, probably, oh. probably fueled by Robbo's comments after the Anzac Day uh, Chook NATO game a couple of years ago. Hated the ref. They uh, were booing like crazy out there. And the, and the most interesting thing is they were angry when penalties were given against them. Yeah. Because they were even more angry when the penalty was given to them. <laughs> it's it's kind of like late in a relationship where you really worked hard with someone and they said, you know what, I am going to change now. And you're just furious. Yeah. They were more cranky when they got penalties. <laughs> it's, when, it's when you have an argument with someone and then they start being on like their extra best behaviour and it's like, don't even. Don't even. What, you think I'm an idiot? You don't even. don't know me. Sorry. In building and cons- <laughs> What are your relationships like? You don't cha- know me? Channeling a bit of memories there. <laughs> Sorry, just the word Neanderthal just went through my mind there. Uh, in uh, building and construction news, Fortress Lotto Land has been rebuilt. And we were there to say goodbye to Matt Ballin and Snake Stewart, but unfortunately no Matai. I thought that was a little mm. bit sad. Yeah. Turbo Tom, terrific again. Mm. One try, two try assists. His brother Jake scoring a try. It's Travoyevich best. Holy. That's some amazing alliteration. Thank you very much <laughs> at Lotto Land. Uh, Brian Kelly, who's a name we haven't uh, said much, outpointed Wonga Blake in a centre versus centre co- uh, conflict that was won more decisively than Mayweather over McGregor <laughs> going back in time. At, at 0.28, the Panthers were panting about their semi final yeah. prospects. Yep. But yeah. recent try scoring specialist Tyro May posted one under the sticks and eased the fear. Mm. 
well, I don't know, Melbourne Storm beat Canberra 32-6. I think the Raiders were already on their end-of-season trip and it just happened to be in Melbourne. Yeah. Has anyone checked in on Dennis Carnahan? To see yes. If he's yes. Still I think, alive? I think, I think Dennis is resigned, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Toto Harris was an award on an eight-point try, which led to a very interesting discussion with Raiders captain Jared Croker, who apparently doesn't know the difference between an eight-point try and a penalty try. <laughs> for the Storms, 355 games for President Goat. Yep. 23 tries for Vunavalu to put him in front of the try-scoring race. Nice. And the JJ Gilton and Shield. Guys, I'm going to say it. The best team playing rugby league right now is the Melbourne Storms. There, I've said it. Okay. I hate to say it. Controversial. You're always controversial, Chris. Up at Newcastle, it was Old Boys Day for the Newcastle Knights. They were all presented with commemorative wooden spoons for their hat-trick of wooden spoons. <laughs> we saw a true front rowers try for feeder to prior to Braley. And boy, it wasn't Triple M's Paul Gallon pissed off when he was replaced. <laughs> I don't know whether he's being taken off the field or he's upset about the uh, recent news that the SBW fight may not happen. <laughs> for Knights fans, the sunshine looked lovely. We've already covered in forensic detail the Canterbury victory over the St. George Illawarra mm, mob. We're done. 26 woof. points to 20. Why go back there? <laughs> woof, woof. Let's just finish on a positive note, which, of course, was West Tigers 28 over the New Zealand Warriors 16, really like nine losses in a row to the Warriors. Yeah. The Tigers faithful were there in reasonable numbers. They played a bit of footy to lead at half time. Warriors came back briefly on the back of Papali. I had no idea he was doing a guest spot for the Warriors, but there he was. He was playing hard and tough, but we ultimately prevailed and sent off Aaron Woods and James Teddy Tedesco in a style they should be accustomed to going forward. And that, for the regular season, is the wrap of the back wrap. <laughs> Come back. Triple M's the back row. AH Chris and Rose. We love footy. We really do. When it's all said and done, when the pads are all packed up, the refs have packed away the whistles... The parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby lose. Please welcome AH, Chris and Rose. We are in for something special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. And then there were eight. This is Triple M's The Back Row with A.H. Chris and Rose, with Rose and A.H. funking along in the background. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah, and look, guys, I think we're with Quentin Tarantino. The remaining teams, they're the hateful eight, in Ooh. my opinion. Mm. Nice. Spring has sprung. A.H., you've been sprung on so many occasions. I believe you're doing a bit of gardening to celebrate the occasion. How are you finding the first day of spring? I'm loving, loving spring. Funnily enough, yeah, I actually was doing... I can't really call it gardening because it's indoor plants, but I have, like, massive indoor plants in my place. So I was doing a lot of putting putting cuttings into water and hoping that things will root and bloom. Oh, a lot nice. like my Friday night. No, hey. um, yeah, so, look, I'm feeling good. I love spring. Smelling that jasmine. <laughs> smelling that jasmine as you're walking down the street. Um, uh Back to you. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> plants generate oxygen. How about that? How about that? The more you know. Rose, I feel I... like it's something that I'm lacking and do require. <laughs> yeah. It's good to be oxygenated at all times. Yeah. So good. Treat yourself. Rose, you're a big fan of plant life. Yeah. Roses? <laughs> Daffodils yeah. or petunias? Oh, well, it's quite obviously roses. Roses are the greatest flower that ever existed. It's interesting to hear you getting out and about and planting trees, I hate, because I spent the last two days in a dark room playing the new Call of Duty beta. No, I was in a dark room with the trees as oh, well. They're, okay. they're, all, they're all plants in my bedroom, oh. but like massive... You should give them some light. Massive ones. <laughs> probably enjoy That might it. be where I was going wrong. Yes, in this hour's science session, we were discussing the uproar at the grand final about having hip-hop brought out to Homebush. Outrageous! 
We get to talk to Triple M's Jackie Kozolki, who went to the gig of the year. It's an honour to be allowed to talk to her whenever, yeah. you know, How we have to turn our eyes away in the hallway. <laughs> what an honour. And Matt Moylan, possibly leaving the Panthers four years early. What's the deal with that? Wow. <laughs> and of course, just the tip, back row of the week, and just a reminder that on iTunes and your favourite podcasting app, we have a little podcast extra for Monday. Very nice. You're on the back row, Triple M. Well, we are Triple M's The Back Row, AH Chris and Rose on 104.9 on your FM dial. I don't know if we are getting anywhere, to be honest, but that was Crowded House. But uh, Neil Finn's got a new album out. Anyone had a chance to listen to it? I hear it's pretty good. I'm really excited about it because he did a month's worth of studio sessions with singers and musicians, and then he recorded the whole album at the end of the month live on a live stream. So you could be part of the entire process. I haven't heard it yet, but I hear it's really good. Yeah, you could drop in on Facebook. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's a, a really neat idea. Yep. As uh, Kevin Costner once said to Madonna. But anyway, <laughs> look, in terms of getting somewhere, I'm really, really happy that we can uh, discreetly pull a curtain finally over the segment, Just the Tip. Now on Triple M's back row. Just the Tip. Whoa! Just the Tip. Oh, please, Just the Tip. Just the Tip. For the last time this year, Bobbity Boo, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end. My only friend, the end. You're all looking at me oh, so disappointed. No, I was <laughs> waiting the for the tip Look, bit. Okay, guys. With bated breath. I, I know that this is the end of the tipping round, so we're going to have to fill this segment with not something other than tipping next well, round. Your bad Jim Morrison impression. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I've really enjoyed writing these jingles, but I think the gimmick is done. I think no, next never. season, you reckon I should yeah, keep, I keep doing it, it next I year? I love it. Oof, I don't know if I can do another year. <laughs> that was a really tough run, but uh, I, I really enjoyed doing them for you, and thank you for all the support through the good and the bad. Please, just give us the results on the yeah. tender hooks. <laughs> so here we go. After the rounds of footy, here are the final scores for the first inaugural year of the Back Row Just the Tip competition. In third place on 119 points, it's AHK. I did my best and I'm proud. Thank you, Felix. Done good, came third. Uh, You did good, kid. In second place, only one point ahead of you, AH. It was that close. It was down to the Dragons, wasn't it? It really Mm -hmm. was. Mm -hmm. On 120 points, it's Chris Scale, ladies and gentlemen. One point, 50 points. I still beat AH. I'm proud of you, Chris. Thank you. I'm proud of you too, AH. And your winner. In first place for most of the year, no. ending up four points in front on 124 points. Your winner of this year's Back Row Just the Tip competition, Felix. It's yours truly. Oh. Hang on. Oh What's he doing? God, he's, pulled out. he's pulled out. He's pulled out a, a championship belt. belt. Oh. It's got triple M logos all over it. <laughs> Evil Felix, Felix the DJ. Okay, okay, this okay, is so the this is the back row championship belt. Only I realised about an hour before the show that we didn't have a title belt, so I've grabbed one of my belts from home. I've stuck on some Triple M stickers I got from around the office, and that picture there is our producer DJ Felix with his soul patch DJing so e- in a e- nightclub. Evil timeline, Felix. Evil timeline, Felix is the mascot <laughs> of the title, so that's mine. Thank you very much. I'd like to thank everyone who supported me through all this. You three guys. Right, and, so yourself. Yeah, and, and I, I just got to say, not tipping the dogs every week was the was the reason I won and I'm very Boo. proud of it. Well that's something we need to look at so Chris and I were very far behind you because we refused to tip against our own team. Yes. You were happy to do that. Yep. I would like to suggest that next season we implement a rule where instead of having to tip your own team you just can't tip the game Okay, so your team's playing. Any game with your home team in it is now exempt from just TV. your team in it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm fair. Yeah, because it, it's it's hard if I I can't pick my team and you guys have to. You're mm. a victim to your team's performance. It'll revolutionise exactly. the tipping world because we haven't contributed anything to rugby league tipping yet. <laughs> Certainly not that belt, which must be worth about two dollars seventy. Do you like it? It's pretty no, good, right? No, no, no. It should go up on the it's, wall. It's ugly. 
I'm glad this for once radio is not a visual medium. <laughs> well, speaking of visual medium, and I hesitate to bring this up, but we did write it down. You know, players at the end of the season who haven't got a try have to do the nudie run. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking that maybe I wouldn't lose, so we wouldn't be talking about myself for this. Right. But one triple three five three as the loser of the tipping comp. What do you think I have to do? I'm putting it out there already. No yeah. nudity. So one triple three five three. If you think she should do a nudie run, ring mm. in. Tell us. That's not a, a nudie run. You're not really putting it out there if there's no nudity, though. Are you? Well, no, I'm not putting it out there if there's no nudity. That's a good question, though. What, what, how are we going to do uh, Just a Tip next season? I have an idea for Just a Tip next season, and I think uh, the listeners could be uh, interested in this as well. I say next year's tipping comp, we open it up to the listeners. Mm. I say we start an online tipping comp with us three, young Felix, and every listener that wants to get involved. I say we have a show tipping yeah. comp. Go well, up I feel against like the that's listeners. the kind of thing we shouldn't foreshadow until it's locked in, but yes, I think that's a great idea. I'm doing it regardless. <laughs> just, just, just as long as that belt isn't the prize. So what would you like to see AA do to celebrate her third place one triple three five three you're on the back row from triple m triple m's the back row with ah chris and rose we've got ian from the home of doug walters don gog on the line ian what would you like to see ah do having run third in just the tip get the winner's tattoo Ooh. on the oh the so, pre- the so, leg. so do you arm or leg oh i like that you give me options so you mean a tattoo of rose is that what you're saying? He, he said no, no, winner's no. choice. R- R- Rose's winning team. Yeah. Oh! oh. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, let's get a doggy tattoo on you. Come on, <laughs> hey, Ian, thanks for your call. Have a good night. That is locked in, Ian. Thank you. I actually do now like the idea of a sort of Steve-O from Jackass style. You know how he has on his back a tattoo of himself with the thumbs up? But of you, Rose. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. Me maybe holding a bulldog's jersey. That'd be nice. <laughs> The whole thing sounds horrific. People have doing. Speaking of people who haven't been doing well lately, including myself, right there, <laughs> Jared Hayne really did not have a great exit to the 2017 regular no. season yesterday out there at the Chookies at Allianz Stadium. In the last couple of minutes, he had a restart at halfway, which he managed to not kick the 10 metres. Mm. Penalty! <laughs> And then finally, much to the uproar of the Roosters supporters, he was standing a solid metre in front of the sticks when yeah. he did the short dropout, and he kicked it into about stands, uh, row Z. Oh, wow. And let me, t- let me tell you, there was a reason why uh, Jared was distracted. He oh, had, really? He had this song playing in his head as he was attempting the kicks. Your team fell apart, and you're to blame. You gave your club Jared Hayne. So the strains of that song were echoing through Jared's head as he was attempting those <laughs> kicks. That, of course, was You Gave Your Club a Bad Name, Jared Hayne, by Dennis Carnahan. And the exciting news is you'll get that and more in Dennis's upcoming show, Rugby League the Musical. Yeah. Playing every Mad Monday in September. 
at the Bridge Hotel in Roselle, right across the road from the Balmain Rugby League Meth Lab, <laughs> formerly known as the Leagues Club. <laughs> so, Dennis, thanks for climbing off the floor. And depending on which night you go, you might see one of us there. Please don't make eye contact when you talk to us. <laughs> but it's possible, of course not possible at all, That, but we need segues, that I will be sporting a tattoo of a bulldog or Ooh. Rose holding a bulldog because I lost the um, our tipping contest, Just the Tip. Mm. Ian from Dungog suggested that. If you have a suggestion as what I sh- what should happen to me, what I should have to do, whatever, what is my penance for losing, mm. One triple three five three, and I can't believe I'm even doing that. <laughs> triple M's the back row. Football, always the winner. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Triple M's the back row with AH Chris and Rose, and we are beyond excited to have on the phone Jackie Kozolke, Triple M Sydney's music director and big boss lady. Jackie, how are you this evening? <laughs> Wow. So, okay, inaccuracy there. Like, <laughs> She's not actually music not director. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I just say, how are you guys going? Because uh, AH, you're a dragon's lady, and Rose over there, you're a bulldog man. So what's the vibe like in the studio after this afternoon? Oh, well, well, look, Rose and I have never butted heads on anything. So <laughs> so obviously the vibe is chill and cool. Um, yeah, look, I'm not feeling too great, Jackie. Jackie, I think we've oh. come together on loss. We're both coming dealing with loss right yeah. now, and I think it's working for both of they're, us. They're mutually grieving yeah. in a lather of sweat because it's a really, really hot spring day in Sydney. But Jackie, yeah, no, I, I saw the end of that game and I thought, ooh, that's yeah. going to be great for yeah. the show tonight. <laughs> so, Jackie, with all our teams out of the semifinals, we're branching out a bit, and we wanted to ooh. talk to you about the fact that you got to the gig of the year in Sydney, Sydney earlier this week, which, of course, was a covers band called Chevy Metal at the Oxford Arts Factory. Well, they're good. My favourite band. <laughs> but featuring yeah. David Grohl and Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. How was it? Well, it was amazing. Now, look, here's the thing. Um, I wasn't massively aware of Chevy Metal before. I <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name. you know what? Everybody that's why you're not loves- music director anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know what? Everybody loves a covers band. I just everybody loves just going along and hearing songs they know. And yes, look, it was a very it was very, very special moment. So basically Chevy Metal is Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters side project. It's just him and a couple of mates and they do seventies classic rock covers. Which, oh, right. So they didn't uh, do Foo Fighters songs? No, no. Oh. So, uh, but what was special about Tuesday night was Dave Grohl doesn't play in Chevy Metal, and then surprise, surprise, there he was. Um, mm. So, uh, Taylor's got. Uh, I mean, he. I have seen Taylor perform, uh, you know, songs on at Foo Fighter shows. He's got some. He's got a, quite a great voice. Um, mm, yeah. And you know, there was a couple of special moments there where Dave jumped behind the drum kit, and the two of them did under pressure, which Ooh. was amazing. Oh, wow. it, it sounds like a really, really rare and special event, Jackie. I mean, kudos to you for queuing up for more than three hours to get your ticket. <laughs> Yep. Yep, that's that's what happened. Yeah. I'm a man of the people. Um, Same. By the way, no, Under no, Pressure, very... that's a Vanilla Ice song, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I was very, very lucky to go along. Um, and, you know, there was a couple of great performances that came out of that night. Uh, it sounds like it was the ex <laughs> what am I even talking about? They're saying with but, passion. You know, look, the, the great thing was, like, I, I was sitting there and I was watching the show and I was like, I was loving it because my favourite genre of music is 70s classic rock. So mm. there was a lot of that going on. And, and I was watching that going, oh, yeah. And then I thought, there's a difference between seeing a covers band at the pub and seeing Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins playing yeah. covers. Yeah, like, absolutely. It, it, it just... 
for me, a great cover is when it takes it to the next level. And the guys performed this version of Tom Petty's Breakdown, and I legit oh. think it went for around 20 minutes, and I, I, it blew my mind. I'd have a breakdown. And, <laughs> yeah, well, literally. And also, you know, you could tell that they're, they're really super passionate about it because I think there was a story a couple of years ago where um, Tom Petty asked Taylor Hawkins to play with his band, and Taylor declined because he said, I, I, I just can't. You're on too Right, much too humbled, band. yeah. Yeah, so too much know, of a Wilburys a, fan. <laughs> you could just tell that. I mean, the crowd was going off. Oh my god, there was this guy in front of me, and I didn't realise that um, head banging is still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is still a thing, and his hair was longer than mine. It was like down to his ass, and mm, he was mm. like, it was great because it was hot in there. At first, I was like, oh, this guy's like going off, and I was like, oh, his hair's spanning me. It's quite nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't get the long hair thing with the head bagging. They all look like horses trying to swat away flies. So, so look, so look, Jackie, we all dislike you intensely now because of this experience, but <laughs> mm. we can't get out away from the fact that you're also running a tremendous podcast at the moment, yes. Match You for Blokes with Joe Thornley. Can yes. I simply ask, in conclusion, Tara, should we put the glasses down now? What do you reckon? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think I think it's a two-horse race between Tara and Laura. I'm Team Laura. I'm Team Laura. I'm Team Tara. Kobe. It's definitely not Kobe. <laughs> if you've been watching The Bachelor, Kobe is like, if you've seen Wedding Crashes, she's Isla Fisher's character. If you run away, totally. I will fight you. <laughs> uh, um, so anyway, guys, Debbie Newsom. Debbie Newsom. That's what we need. That's what we need. <laughs> so you interrupted her as she said she loves the show. Say it again, Joe. <laughs> Love the show, guys. Oh, that's and, nice. Um, also, if anyone is a Foo Fighters fan, uh, tomorrow we're starting ten trips in ten days to go to California and right. see them. Oh, so sounds keep amazing. listening to Triple M. We will. Nice. Thank you very much, Jackie Kozolki. <laughs> You're Jackie. on the back row. We'll be back shortly. Bye. 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 Triple M, 104.9 FM, I should say, right, sorry, 104.9 FM. (laughs) The back row with AH, Chris and Rose. It's the first day of spring and we are sweating already. It was 28 degrees in the city today and there's still a month of league to go. Wow. And speaking of hot issues, there is none hotter issue right now than the announcement that Macklemore is playing in the NRL Grand Final in that first Sunday in October. Guys, I know you've all got opinions, but I think we need to go to a higher authority. Mm Mm-hmm. The parrot. What was that story on the news <laughs> that some bloke Macklemore is going to provide the grand final entertainment? Now, this bloke's got a current hit. Bloke. Bloke. Have a listen current to this hit. for rubbish music. Hey. I'm on my way, get on my way. And the NRL chief commercial officer. What the hell have we got a chief commercial <laughs> officer for anyway? CCO. Andrew Abdo. The NRL chief commercial officer. How much is he being played? I go to a grand final to watch football. If I want a rowdy concert, I'll go to the entertainment centre. Oh, How much does this bloke get? And why isn't that money being spent on junior football? Oh, ridiculous. But then what isn't ridiculous these days? <laughs> Thank you very much, Alan. Yes, the entertainment centre is gone, and yeah. let's be honest, he clearly wasn't at the grand final last year to enjoy the stylings of Keith Urban. What a party that was. Mm. I, I cannot stop thinking about Alan Jones standing out the now rubble of the city entertainment centre going, I just wanted to see some music tonight. This is a tremendous venue. Where's it gone? It's a disgrace, an absolute disgrace. Disgraceful. But look, let's be honest, there's a couple of victims in all this. First of all, what's happened to Lewis? Lewis. Yeah, it used to be Macklemore and Lewis, didn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, it used to be Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. I guess Ryan Lewis didn't cut the mustard. <laughs> and there's, a, there's another question. Is it Macklemore or Macklemore? There Mac- are so many questions to be asked, but I think that uh, we have a very sure. personal connection to the process by which Macklemore 
or Macklemore joined this particular festival. Do yeah. Rose? Well, I have this theory, right? Because we, we've, we've thrown around a lot of different names this year. Midnight Oil, Royal Blood, John mm. Farnham, who knows? The who Beatles. Could, the Beatles. Who could I perform? think it's still going to be Midnight Oil. This right. is a diversionary tactic. Oh, you think it's a ploy, right, mm, to take us off? I reckon it'll be Chevy Metal, but anyway. Macklemore... <laughs> Is out of nowhere. I'm. Tr- I was at the moment it was announced. I was trying to think what is the connection to Macklemore and rugby league. There mm. is none. And then something dawned on me when when uh, Josh Reynolds made his debut on Belmore Oval. He said it's one of the greatest moments of his rugby league career. Right. I was there. I played the music. Right, because he was on the bench, right? He didn't start the game. On the bench, they were chanting Reynolds, Reynolds. They wanted him on. I held off until the moment he stood up. And what did I play? A Macklemore song. Can't hold us. And now, surprise, surprise, the grand final comes around and Macklemore's involved. You are, oh my God. (laughs) You are, and I don't feel it anymore. You are an influencer. Yes, and as we Taste all know, maker. this is uh, Michael Moore's new hit. Felix, could we get you on the mic really quickly to tell about how hard it was to actually get this track? <laughs> what was the reason? <laughs> so the technology, when I try to play the song at a triple N, it says, sorry. Macklemore is not active for this station. <laughs> they wouldn't even let you play it on the station. That's amazing. How do you feel about Macklemore at the grand final, Chris? I'm living with it. I'm just really worried that you are now in the sights of Alan Jones. Bring you're an on. enabler, let yeah. alone a tastemaker. Listen, you're on the back row, Triple M. We'll be back shortly. We're staying on air until the temperature drop below 20 degrees. We'll be here to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the fathers all smashed a few pumpkins with a nice roast for Father's Day. <laughs> Oof, <laughs> Chris Gale. A.H. Chris and Rose, hey, we appear yeah. every week of the football season so far as the back row. Now, St. George Illawarra have dropped out of the finals race, leaving only five Sydney teams, which leads me to ask, A.H., are you okay? Are you okay, A.H.? A.H., are you okay? You could have said Annie because it's my... <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's man, true. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, if people called me Annie, I would be like, my name is Anne. But anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> look, I'm doing okay. I would hasten to add that St. George Illawarra are only half Sydney team. The Illawarra is uh, not in Sydney. Okay. Um, oh, Felix. <laughs> why are you going to play me like that? <laughs> Continue, um, no, continue. Look, That's I, another Macklemore song, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing okay. I think I, you know, I'd resigned myself to the possibility of it happening, and uh, I'm, I'm, you know, grieving as well and as healthily as anyone can. I'd say we're here for you, but I'd be lying. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of behaviour and sort of Duke style, um, Matt Moylan has been in the news this week for apparently not being particularly diligent about his rehab on his troublesome hamstring. He was uh, an outside chance for playing in the what turned out to be not that decisive game against the Manly Warringah Seagulls yesterday. Mm. And there's some speculation that in his four years of contract yes to run, he might be asked to leave immediately. Wow. Now, when you think about it, why do you think he's having trouble doing the rehab on his hamstring? Well, there's a lot of distractions out there. A new Call of Duty just dropped. He's probably sitting around. (laughs) Oh, well, that'd be right. Yeah, he's probably playing a bunch of team deathmatch matches, trying out the new guns. I don't know. There's a bunch of new TV shows coming out on Netflix. There's plenty of reasons why I would. I know why I wouldn't be doing rehab. (laughs) And why is that? I think I need to go into rehab after that. (laughs) Well, look, I I know we're supposed to be funny and jokey here, but I actually do know definitively what the reason is, what has been distracting him from rehab. So, you know, I apologise for making the tone of the show newsy and seriously. Go on, please. Um, Twin Peaks on Stan. (laughs) 
<laughs> episodes, you know, 1 to 16 uh, have been running. Of course, we get 17 and 18, the final two, on Monday. I'm absolutely hanging out for mm. it. You mm. know, ooh, what's the deal? Where did Richard go? How's yep. the, the bloody netherworld thing? What's with the lady who has no face? You right. know, how does Laura Palmer's Miss Diary... Ed- oh, wait, actually, I they already resolved that bit. And, uh, you know, look, it's very hard to focus on anything during the week. Mm. Yeah, look, I think, as they say in real estate, it's location, location, location. Maybe maybe he's caught up in the thing we were all caught up in, which is no more Ninja Warrior. Maybe he's Oh, just, that's it. That yeah. has to be it. He's looked at it, he goes, well, there's nothing inspiring me mm. on the television to want to get up and get out there, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm done. It's like the Ninja Warrior version of seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. It's like he just has nothing left. Chris, no. can you please salvage this and give us a straight answer why you okay, think well, the, the, the straight answer is a Penrith Panther player. Have you guys been out to the precinct where the Rugby League Academy set up by Gus Gould is for the Panthers? No. I've been to Pepper Stadium, is that what you mean? Mm, that's close, but you've right. still got to go across the road and around the corner. <laughs> the Academy is right next to Panthers, the Leagues Club, which is, let's face it, a world of entertainment. <laughs> mm, love it. There is a precinct out there with every fast food restaurant you can possibly imagine. Ah. And, you know, they're always doing deals and discounts and sure. so forth. Can you imagine just going in to get another um, hard session on the hammy and you just go, I wouldn't mind a ham and cheese croissant or something right. like yeah, that? Yeah, so he's a, he's a gourmand. He's I'm saying they're just temptations. He's through each, uh, yeah. each place in the strip mall. So and, why, anyway. why do five hours of strenuous workout when you can just have a streetwise feast at KFC? I think you just described my life, mate. <laughs> There's an eye flow. <laughs> Triple M's the back row, AH Chris and Rose, and I think Jimmy Maloney got it right. We're just accessories to the game. <laughs> That's us, Chris. It's Father's Day. It's the first day of spring, and Dad, I just want to say sorry I got confused. I won't give you flowers next time. <laughs> just a reminder, we have a little treat on Mondays, which is the Triple M's the back row catch-up podcast on iTunes and all your favourite podcasting app where you'll get more of this. Or less of this if you don't download the (laughs) app. Tell your friends. Obligation says that we're at that pointy end of our show and that always means it's time for Back Rower of the Week. Back Rower of the Week. It's like a Foo Fighters. So this is the last Back Rower of the Week for the regular season, guys, so I hope you've thought carefully Mm. and aren't coming up with something like your dad. A.H.? Well, that's exactly what I thought coming in. <laughs> Do you remember I asked you? I was like, Chris, is yours your dad? Um, uh, that's what I thought coming in, and I couldn't think of anyone. Uh, and I do love you dearly, Dad, you old bastard. Um, Frank Cayley down in Thoreau. Hello to all the old bastards out there. Hello to all the old bastards. Uh, I love you dearly, Dad. Um, and I know when I spoke to you on the phone today, you said, look, thanks for the call, but Father's Day is rubbish and all that kind of thing. Um I love that you can always be honest with me in that regard, and you yeah. know I won't call you ever again. Love you, Dad. <laughs> so here's your back row of the week. Yeah, <laughs> Rose. He also thinks back row of the week is bullshit. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, just like uh, in uh, tra- true classic form, everything you tell me not to do, I ignore. So my back row of the week is my father, Peter Rose. Oh, he's such good content. He is a surfer, a drummer. A lead light maker. He's been a lawyer. He was my basketball coach. I made the first at Scots College, and it's to this day it maintains. The only reason I made the first is because my dad was a really good scorekeeper. Wow. So he's an incredibly supportive father, father of two, loyal husband, and the best dad I'll ever have. What's your dad's name? Peter. 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 Father's Day, Pete. He's a man of all trades. I love him to death. And a big sports fan. Devout Sharky boy. That's interesting. Go Sharky boys. Sharky boys. And... As your father, he's in some way and some measure responsible for you. Has he got mixed feelings about that, or is it all good? <laughs> I, 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 def- I might have to have a few words with him. Uh, According to my partner Zoe, the nice part of my charm is all my father. The rest of the eighty percent, she has no idea where it comes from. <laughs> your <laughs> mum, yes, your mother was listening with suddenly yeah. harsh eyebrows and pricked ears there. I think. Love you, mum. So 
my back row of the week is my father, Naomi Luckmeyer. No, no, in fact, it's Naomi Luckmeyer. Get this, Naomi's doing a little bit of an arts project down at the Sydney Opera House. Mm. For nine hours, she will be lying completely still and she will be worked on by a team of balloon assistants and a bondage engineer. Right. I tell you what, that's a career for the kiddies out there. If oh, you're... I think someone I know, Brendan uh, Connor from, um, oh God, what's the, what are they called? Big One, Little One. It's an art collective. I think the balloon thing is what they're doing. Right. Good right. stuff, guys. I'm well, sure you're listening. I, I was really hoping you would say it was Brendan, it's my friend, is the bondage engineer. But... <laughs> yeah. was Brendan, Brendan Cowell. For, Brendan Favola. <laughs> uh, uh, what is the job role again? Okay, so the balloon assistants and the bondage engineer. Bondage engineer is very interesting. It's very I'm interesting. Engineer. Is there a course at uni for this? Bondage engineering. He's asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. At the, at the moment, it's just a TAFE, but they are going to scale it up to one of the <laughs> uh, new... They're, they're like that Notre Dame University down at Broadway. Sure. They'll be offering engineering in the bondage sense. Now, the team <laughs> are attaching 20,000 party balloons. Now, that's really important that it's not just balloons, it's party balloons. Party balloons. Heavy-duty party balloons. To Naomi's immobilised body down at the Sydney Opera House involving six kilometres of rope, and there is a potential that she may lift off. <laughs> up style. <laughs> it's like a Pixar sick. movie. That's so cool. <laughs> What's interesting is the performance has a name, which is Cherophobia. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, or cherophobia, as in C-H-E-R-O-phobia, right. which is a fear. There it is. I uh, actually showed me a picture. It looks scary. Also, I realised, sorry, it was, it's Brendan O'Connell. Yeah. Continue. Cherophobia is the fear of joyfulness and happiness, and it's a tribute. Hey, podcasters. Producer Felix here. This is exactly the time when the studio exploded. We broke Triple M and... Um, some things didn't go quite exactly to plan, but we did come back momentarily just before we ended the show. So you're hearing me now, just imagine a couple of minutes of silence, everyone running around like headless chooks frantically, but then the back row did return triumphantly. We are the back row, AH, Chris and Rose. We're still having technical troubles. Your oh, mic's no. not working. Can you jump over to this oh, microphone? Oh, oh. This microphone's working. Talking to my mic, This Chris. is amazing. So, if you want to know what happened when 20,000 balloons burst at the one time, we now know the studio blew up. Felix saved the day. It's because we played Macklemore earlier. That's yes, right. They're, they're up. Alan Jones has got us. He's after us. We are the back row with AH, Chris and Rose. As we said, we love football. We love you. We love Felix. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Now. You've been listening to the Back Row Catch-Up. Hear it live on Triple M Sydney, Sunday night, right after the footy.